Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Sketchy Ideas, the live point-counterpoint video podcast where we illustrate and debate concepts surrounding leadership, business, and personal development in a way that may make you think twice before you implement that brand new idea you just saw on the interweb. Hi, I am Brad James. And I am Michael Rampola. And we are your hosts. Today, we're going to take you on a journey. A hero's journey. But before we do that, a word from our sponsors, Mr. Rampola. Some days running your business is like sitting down at the controls of a complicated piece of equipment and there's no manual, you haven't been trained, none of the levers are labeled um, and there's no data readout to tell you what's working and what's not working. Some days that's what it's like running a business. Well, Spirity wants to change all that. We wanna give you the manual that didn't come with your small business. We wanna give you the guidelines. We wanna give you the tools, the playbook, all the tools that you need. We wanna give you clear insights into the data of what's working, what's not. We are gonna label every single lever for you so you know what to pull and when, and we're gonna enable you to achieve your goals and optimize your performance and run that machine at its peak performance instead of just operating it in the dark. Reach out to us at spirity.com for the playbook for your business. Brad? Hey, so the holidays are coming up fast. Um, and if you're a business owner, you probably think you're doing everything yourself this year, or you have zero clue about what to do around the holidays, especially when it comes to marketing and sales. This is gonna be a weird year again. So with that being said, uh, make sure you understand what you need to do around the holidays if you're running your business, especially this year. Uh, with supply chain stuff, uh, with not really sure what's going to happen with people coming in and out of stores, any of that unexpected stuff, it's worth having a digital marketing or a marketing strategy for the season. If you don't know what you do, do me a favor, hit up my friend Erin over at Cream City Marketing. She's going to help you out. Um, she'll put together at least some ideas for you in that first conversation and help you execute whatever strategy you need so you don't feel like you have to do it all on your own. So email Erin, Erin at creamcitymarketing.com, and she's going to help you out. All right. With that, story time. Story time. Um, recall last week's episode. Uh, last week, I, I had a little bit of a fit because a certain somebody who works with us on this show uh, doesn't understand the base root of where most stories in cinema, books, TV come from, <coughs> Elizabeth, <coughs> sorry, um, and, and we're going to walk you through it, and here's the deal. If you think about those times of those great experiences where you like working with a business, and it's guiding you down this path, and you didn't know you need this path initially, and then you saw this thing, and this thing helped you to understand that you could be so much better, and then along the way, you met some people, you gained some new skills. You accomplished some stuff and he came out on the other end looking and feeling like a whole new person. That's the hero's journey. Um, and I feel like if you're not using that in your business in some capacity, really good way to describe you're it. missing like out. That. Oh, is and, that me? And there we go. You need to make sure that as you're going through this process with us today, listen to it. We're going to go through high level stuff, but these are the things that when uh, if you're trying to figure out this customer journey thing, this is a whole nother way to look at it. 
And maybe for those of you who don't understand maybe nuts and bolts and pieces of the puzzle, this is, a, this is one way you can help to get through those details in a story arc um, rather than looking at it as nuts and bolts. I like so, that. So the, the reason why does now why does stories matter? It's a good you know that's I think an important thing to remember. Stories are memorable. Stories teach. There's a reason that parables and fables and all of those stories from your childhood are the ones you remember. And they had the moral at the end of the story. The moral stuck because you remembered the story. And even if you don't remember the story, you probably remember. We're already operating in line with the way we think and operate as humans. So you're tapping into something very fundamentally basic in a wonderful way when you are thinking of anything you're trying to do, any framework, as a story to be told with a beginning and a conclusion and a middle part in the middle. Because that's where the middle part goes, unless you're Quentin Tarantino. So um, when we're thinking about journeys, about stories, you always have to start somewhere. Um, and we call that, the, the start of the story, we call that the status quo. Things are the way that they are for a reason. The reason might not necessarily be important, but things are stasis. Right, Brad? Oh, I start lost somewhere. Audio. We're going to lose audio on Brad or me. There we go. We're good. There we We're go. Good. You got to start showing. Start at the beginning. It's a very good place to start. That's a, that's a song in the movie reference, too. Elizabeth, are you keeping tally? Because I think we're already up to like eight. Now you might not know all of them, but keep keep track. We're we're I think I think we're up to I'm gonna say averaging, I think we're already at eight. Um okay, so that's going up. Bro, what gets us out of the status quo? What do what do we what do we call that first step that gets us up out of our easy chair and, and makes us think about going going on the journey and the trip? So, so typically there's something that spurs you, a drive, some sort of ambition that's a calling or a call to some sort of adventure. And, and for yeah. a lot of people, if you're looking at this as a, if you're, you need to put your customer in the hero's shoes. So in this case, there's something in your customer that's driving them to want to do something different. Yeah, there's something that's driving them. There's something that some unmet need is typically uh, what's happening here or that need might not even be yours the classic kind of hero uh, setup somebody else has a need and we're called to go meet that need or learn that thing or discover uncover etc um now typically the hero is the reluctant hero which means the first thing he's going to do is actually refuse the call no thanks i'm full i gave it the office I really like it here in my in my in my Shire, where where you know dragons don't tend to knock on my door. Um, so first we have the refusal of the call. Now, Brad, as a from a marketing perspective, and this is you know looking at this as a marketing customer journey of the call for the customer. Yeah. Besides, so, so besides nobody taking my cold call, besides me getting hung up on. Whenever I try to sell people, yeah. So often, often, if if it's this refusal of a call, it's an internal dialogue that somebody's having. So, uh, as you're dealing with the refusal of a call, 
Uh, sometimes it could be an objection that they're having before they even start talking to you. They're saying, I don't need this because I'll figure it out. So this is, if you're trying to ramp this up, if you're writing copy, for example, this is where you get that agitation phase where you're gonna agitate all of those things and talk about all the objections that they might have in their internal dialogue if you're marketing or selling to them. And you keep poking at it, poking at it, poking at it, poking at it, because these are all things people know, but they typically go, I'll just deal with it because people are stubborn. <laughs> this is accurate. This is accurate. Okay, so, so, so people are stubborn. Once we get people over their stubbornness, right, now we can start, mm -hmm. now we can start helping. And typically around this time is when some form of assistance arrives. Right. Or uh, we might call this, I often hear this called meet the mentor. And the mentor is often there at this kind of artificial line here, which is what's called the first threshold. And again, in marketing, this is a very important point in the journey. As we move from yep. status quo, if, if we can get over this line, we're in we're in motion. We're we're getting some yeah. sort of progress or agreement to continue. And it often takes somebody yeah. else to help get us as hero or customer over that line. So keep in mind, uh, meeting the mentor doesn't necessarily need to be a person either. Um, for some of you, meeting that mentor, uh, for example, um, and, and I'm thinking about this in terms of um, people and, and animals, pets. So often a mentor may not be a human being. It could be a commercial showing a dog doing a thing with the vehicle that we're going to talk about. So just keep that in mind that this meeting the mentor is a display of somebody making something or using maybe the vehicle, or maybe it's a testimonial from somebody else that technically shows them kind of this meeting the mentor aspect of it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a human being or you. Uh, the easiest thing to look at it is it's a spokesperson, right? So, so if we look back at the old, uh, Nike commercials, the Air Jordan commercials, when Spike Lee was talking about stuff, it's got to be the shoes and Michael Jordan was the mentor, right? Or um, in, in a lot of things right now, if you look at insurance commercials, it's uh, Flow from Progressive, right? Flow is the mentor in that instance. Um, so, so if you look at it from that standpoint, that's why typically the, this is where the human interaction or some sort of uh, interaction with the brand or somebody representing the brand or the product or the service comes into play. Right. So and, and I'm going to do a callback to if you remember our forces of change model and what makes people really change versus when they struggle, one of the keys to change is having a mentor, a coach, a leader I can relate to has been there and yep. done that before. Even the car, even the dog driving the car serves that same function of somebody else doing the thing that I haven't tried yet. Correct. Yes. Correct. Um, so <laughs> that's, a, we have to see somebody else engaging in a successful way. Um, and then I see, yeah. oh, it's possible. If a dog can do it, maybe I can too. I can do it. Yep, exactly. So, so then, right, so we were crossing the first threshold. Step. Yep. Yep. Crossing the first threshold, next step. Now we're into kind of the road of trials. And this is where we, this kind of goes back and forth here, but this road of trials is 
where we're going to encounter difficulties and challenges and setbacks, but we're also going to encounter along the way allies and enemies, because we're going to find there are people who want us to be successful at this and uh, maybe some people who don't want us to be successful. And the enemies can be real people or they might be right uh, other obstacles to, to success. And, and often when you get this, this is, this is, if you're running a program of any sort, right? This is, um, this will be the first opportunity after somebody agreed to go, yes, I want to work with you or I want to use your stuff. This is buyer's remorse. This could be the, I want to get out. This isn't for me. This is the, um, this isn't, this doesn't work for me, even though I thought it did. These are things that every business deals with. Um, and if you think about movies, in every movie, this happens, right? They meet something, they want to get out, uh, and the mentor's job is to keep them moving forward. Right. Because that mentor, right, serves a key role. They've been down this road before, metaphorically and literally, right? They've been there, they've done that, they know how that works. And because of that, they're in a very unique position to help. I'm trying to draw my theater mask here to get my... I, but it, it's coming out very much like um, Guy Fox, but you get the idea. Um, allies and enemies along the way. The mentor is there to help me along the way. Sometimes also I might be discover through these trials something in me that I didn't know I had, some courage, some special power. Oh, wow, I can shoot uh, webs out of my wrists. Like I discover <laughs> things and powers that I didn't know I had. And that enables me, or I can raise spaceships out of swamps. Um, the power I discover within me is often the result of encountering these trials and these struggles. And then how I rise above and beyond them is you know, things I didn't know I could do. These blind spots are uncovered. Yep. So yep. I think in the, in the customer journey, Brad, that's important because as we're making the customer the hero, to your point, as we're making the customer the hero, we can show them that they can too. Like, look, you're more capable than you thought. This, um, you know, it's not Correct. just about us helping you. It's look what you can also do for you. Yeah, it's the reinforcement. Yep. Exactly. Um, so we're ultimately approaching, and then we've got kind of the big crisis. If this was the, the, the classic experience, this would be the, the top peak of it, right? This is the ultimate crisis. Often it's, um, Oh, it's bigger than that. Uh, other terms, what else does it get called? This is, this is such an age-old um, idea. There's a lot of different ways to, to frame up this part. Um, sometimes the belly of the whale, um, you know, death and rebirth. Um, it gets, you know, depending on kind of your, your framework, uh, different levels of, of terminology. But um, ultimately, it's the, or the crisis or the, the inner cave, if it's a personal journey, right? It's basically... Yep when things look like they are lost, when, when all appears to be lost and we're certain that the ship has been, you know, taken down by the, the storm, um, the bad guys if, are winning, if, if, right? If you're, if, you're, darkness, if you're looking at it, this is, this is when things are so bad for a customer, right? Like it's, an, it's, it's a mental shift that has to happen. And this mental shift for your customers 
is really the big appeal that you want them to understand, right? So, so everything, right? Like, um, for me, like if I look at any product, right? You look at you look at a coffee mug, and the problem initially that I had was, you know, uh, I wanted to take my coffee somewhere, but then I said, no, I can't do that because they don't have anything. And then somebody showed up and said, hey, there's these cool mugs that you can use that keeps your coffee hot. And then throughout using that new mug, I I poured, I poured coffee on myself. I forgot to wash it one day. I forgot it in the car one morning. Um, the cold was my enemy because, because my hands were cold on the outside. So then I learned to keep things warm, right? And so like you just get to a point where you're, you're going to give up on this stuff. And, and now, um, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Uh, now, now when, when you look at this, there's all of the mental aptitude that happens right before you can actually get over the hump of what the actual problem that you're trying to solve, big or small. Uh, there's the mental shift that you have to go through. And if you go through that mental shift, now you are empowered as a hero. So your, your job as the mentor of this thing is to empower your hero, your customer, your client to be able to overcome those things, right? So for example, um, yes. I'll give you a, a real world story dealing with like bees and beekeeping. So when we deal with bees and beekeeping, one of yeah. the big things is we deal with people who are scared of bees. They're scared of being stung. And that's like a big thing. And once they get past that hurdle, now they can actually take care of the bees. They build a relationship and we can move on to the rest of it. But, but those are the I things. So I can't let that go. Relationships with bees. Is that what I, what I heard? Yes. Yes. So bees. I used to be scared that's of the bees a, and now topic I have a for relationship. Another day. Yeah, bees, bees know faces and they can recognize smells. And yeah, the topic for another day, Michael. So yeah, I'll agree with that because I don't even know where to begin on that. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so after, after they the get through threshold. this innermost cave, what yeah. happens after that innermost cave that the well, individual goes through or your customer goes through? Right. Well, and it, I just, I, I'm going to talk about why it's so important to make the point of what's next because this represents circle or you know, story frame, um, the exact opposite of status quo, right? This is the exact opposite of when things were at least as good as they were at the time. This is the, the bottom of it. And it's important to recognize that this is where we would turn back. This is, this is the, this is the um, if we had the choice and we were not the hero, um, and we still had a way to get out and pull the ripcord, we would do it here because we don't see a way forward. And that's why this moment is so important because the victory that comes from it is where the rest of the energy and the drive happens. The victory that comes from getting through the darkest hour, um, achieving my favorite version of this is ultimate boon, where you have the amazing victory, the big victory, the, the you win, you know, come out the other side there, because whoa, we did it, right? That moment. The, the, the touchdown with no time remaining, right? That's this. And then look what we can do, right? And then the victory and the personal victory and the public victory, and all that comes together with this amazing, you know, success, win, vanquishing foe. Um, I got to figure out my icon for that. But that's where the rest of the thing comes from because then it's at this moment that all of that was worth it. But until that moment, it wasn't. So this is a crucial right. second threshold that you have to pay attention to if you, if you don't get enough momentum going into it and don't stay side by side with your customer into and through that moment, they will turn back and all will be lost. 
and you will be the person that took them into that pit. Nobody wants that version of the story. That's the one that, that's the script that doesn't typically get made. It's a documentary, but wow. not the feature film, right? Right, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Brandish All right. the sword. So hey, after that, we went, after that, um, we don't have any sword. What, what happened? Well, okay. So after that, now we have the journey, the journey home. Right. We're we're coming back with something else, and with, with uh, returning with the the thing that we won, um, the you know the, the money to save the orphanage, the um, uh, I don't know, I've lost track of my metaphors. Um, all, we, we've got the thing, the at the very least the victory, the reward, the result, um, and then this begins the return or the journey home. So, um, so, so, yeah, so return when you're a customer, when you're a customer, this is ultimately what you're looking for, right? When you go down this path, your customers go down this path, they're looking for this surface level solution more than anything else, right? You, you, you. Uh, I mean, when you think about anything along the way, right? You're looking for, I, I need a good meal, but the experience is what makes you think about all of the stuff, right? So think about like those challenges with hot wings, right? You went, you said, I'm going to get a trophy for doing this, but then you have to like mentally get over it. Or um, if you're a student and you're in class or you're in a course, it's not the end results of the skills that you build are inevitably not what you remember or not really the ultimate takeaway. Um, so you have to look at it. There's two levels to this whole thing. So if you're, if you're somebody who follows, say, uh, um, any of the, the big marketing gurus, they talk about this bridge theory where there's actually two results that you're shooting for when you're supplying a product or a service. One is exactly what they were looking for. Two is this experiential result that actually transforms your hero and makes them a totally different person. And if you do that and you do it and you get good at doing it, you can take any product and turn it into something great. And that's, that's where your brands and your companies actually become the things that people remember. Because they go for one thing and they come out with this whole different other thing, as well as the one thing you promised them. There's a picture to capture. Having some technical difficulties. I'd capture that one real fast. Doing that right now. Remember, on sketchy ideas, things don't always go perfectly. But I saved that one right there. That's a good one. All right. So, well, while we're waiting for uh, Michael to return, the reward, the road back, um, leading to this idea of resurrection. And the reason you talk about resurrection is because when somebody goes through transformation, people don't necessarily recognize them on the other side of things. And when they don't recognize them on the other side of things, it looks like a resurrection. That's why every story has something along those lines, right? Um, to Elizabeth's favorite series of movies of Harry Potter, on the other side, there's an actual resurrection of Harry Potter that blows everybody away as part of like the return home for what what's happened and the transformation that happens. So sometimes the resurrection in your clients though, 
doesn't need to be that drastic. Their resurrection is maybe something small that you don't necessarily realize. Maybe it's a different way they look at things. Like um, when I work with clients, one of the big things I try to get across is um, as you're working through these problems, how can you begin to do this on your own so you don't have to continue to hire me as a consultant or a coach to come back in all the time? specifically with sales reps and, and I work when I work with sales managers. So when those sales managers are trying to pull me in, we're building systems, we're teaching, we're building coaching, we're building framework. You begin to ask them pointed questions about changing. And then by the end of this whole thing, they're rolling and they already know what to do. And now you can just leave and you kind of exit the scene. And so that person has resurrected into the role that that mentor was doing. So they look and can feel and do the things that that mentor once offered. Um, and then as that happens, you begin to look at things from uh, they return back with, their, with the group and they're doing it all their own. And they are the hero to the people that they once left that journey for. So it comes full circle, which is why Michael had that full circle. Um, hey, Elizabeth, do we know? Is, uh, is Michael going to be able to hop back on? Do we know? I think I'm here. He's back. <laughs> we can see you. Perfect. Okay, good. Perfect. Um, I, 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 so I just walked, I just walked through the resurrection. Steps and the, got it. So I, yep, I walked through the resurrection and the return home with the, uh, um, yeah, the trip, the trip home with the mastery, master of things. And then uh, your last point was uh what's your last point your last bullet you framed it differently than what i said but uh, that's okay point. that's all right we'll get back to it oh yeah last point resolution but what's what's cool about it when you come back around is actually um in some versions of this which i really like this is actually at a different level like you're not actually back at the same status quo right you've you've brad might hopefully use this term while i was away leveled up Right. Yeah. This is why you know, in, in video game lore and mythology, right, you can come back around and kind of play the level again. Now you have new powers. Now you have new skills. You, have, you know the map and you might actually have to you might go again. There's actually a whole genre of video games around. They're all about playing the same map over and over and things get more get easier. But new challenges get opened up because you're playing the map again. But you are changed. You've gone through this. Yeah. You came back with the new power new weapon scalability and now you're changed and therefore actually the, the world has changed and the way you see it has changed and now it's what do you do with that what do you do with that yeah. new perspective and that new that new you essentially so i think that's where things so get the really idea exciting, especially on a customer journey because that's yeah. where you get advocates right that's where you get people yep. who are who are now telling everybody else you got to go on this journey too and and it creates a new challenge for you as the, the mentor and the owner of the business to figure out a whole nother layer of services or programming or products for that customer. Because you've created the result as the mentor for them, they're gonna want more. And so the point of this, if you are a business owner running this, is that you have to continuously come up with new programs, new coaching, new services, and people keep coming back. And that's the point that, that this whole thing takes you on and it's, and it's an experience. So, so think about, um, you know, you know, the company that's phenomenal at this, that all of us know we've all grown up with, we all recognize as Disney, right? 
Disney, every time you, you watch a movie or you watch a sequel or you buy into something, they figured this out. You go back to the parks. You, you participate in any one of their, their products or services. It's a level up every single time. And there's an opportunity to do more and more and more and things you didn't know and things you didn't see. And you, so, so that's the premise of it. Um, and as you're working through this yourself, for your small business, you don't have to make it that complicated right away. Uh, I, think, I think one of the biggest things that you can do is you can map this out because you've been through it. And especially if you're building a course, you're a consultant or, or a service provider in that realm. If you're a service provider, it's, it's, you just have to be self-reflective of the steps you went through. And if you go through those self-reflection steps, you can recreate this for your cl clients and customers and add your own tweak and brand to it to make them feel good. Um, if you have a product, now the challenge is, is that meeting the mentor, you are the mentor, but you're offering a vehicle or a tool that's going to help them get through it. And then your support mechanism of it is what is really helping the person leverage it to get to this whole new realm. So if you're, for example, if you're building software or if you have a specific product, right, um, that, that's helping people to do it, even if it's a commoditized product, um, you know, again, I go back to this mug, right? Uh, I guarantee you that this mug clean canteen, um, this was not their first iteration of this, right? Their first iteration did not have the coffee mug cap. Their first iteration was literally just a screw top. It was meant for water bottles. But I, I've, got, I've got probably three or four of these based on the usage and this is obviously my favorite, but this was the last one that I got. Um, so you have to, <laughs> if you look at it from that standpoint, you can take this journey idea, build it into your business. Now, the cool thing is, um, is that this idea ties into building out your business. Now, if you're a client of Michael's or if you are not a client of Michael's, they do have their, their uh, you've got that event coming up, right? Your Apex event coming up in December. And I, and I want to put this out there uh, to the people who are watching this. Um, that is one of those times where you can begin to take each of these components and go into one of those, those uh, sessions and go, hey, these are all pieces that have to get built. They don't all have to be built at once. Build them as your customers are going through them and you will begin to build it. And then the next time somebody else goes through it, you iterate. And if you do it, you'll build a system and you'll build an automation and you'll drive the traffic and you'll You'll generate the revenue and you'll find new customers because as you tell this story over and over again, or you get people to tell the story for you, again, storytelling does a lot. Um, and the more you begin to look at these details, the more you can begin to figure out for yourself how this is all going to work in the end. What he said. What he said. Yes. So with that, um, we're going to come back next week. Uh, I, I, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, I actually do have an idea, but I want to, I want to vet it with uh, the team to make sure they're on board. But I do think it's extremely important, if you're watching this show, to get a handle on this new uh, uh, thing that you probably heard about but many people don't understand it. And the people who do understand it don't know how to explain it well enough. 
And I kind of want to take you on a crash course with it just because it's eating up a ton of my time right now. So with that, see, I'm going to leave everybody the confused. The <laughs> and the flowers in the trees? No. Um, no. <laughs> but, the flowers and trees? but you but, see, you see, Brad, it's very simple. When a man and a woman love each other very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time. All right. I'm going to cut it right there. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a favor. Share it with friends. Uh, give us some feedback. Email us, info at sketchyideashow.com. If you've got comments, feedback, want us to talk about something, want to be on the show, um, we're looking to build, bring on more guests in 2022, and we're beginning to plan for that. Uh, at the same point in time, if you heard this on a podcast, like, comment, share us, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like, tell us what you hate. Tell us if you think our whole hero's journey thing is whack. Uh, wouldn't be the first time I've heard it. Um, Elizabeth, that's for you. Now, if you dissect every single movie that you watch uh, with this parameter, you'll understand why essentially they're all the same. Hopefully now you know. But we'll see you next time, next week, same time, same place, 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And just remember, because it's a sketchy idea and you just found it on the interwebs, it doesn't mean it's not worth exploring. We'll see you next week. Take care.